Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. So as promised, this podcast is on augmented and diminished chords. So just to refresh, and in case you missed last week's podcast, a major chord has a perfect first, a major third, and a perfect fifth. And a minor chord has a perfect first, a minor third, and a perfect fifth. So major, minor, Now, an augmented chord and diminished chords you could see as upgrades or doubling down on what a major and minor chord does. So, in the case of a major chord, you would say it's relatively positive, right? It's it's, if anything, the sharper of the two, because a major third is higher than a minor third. So an augmented is like major chord on steroids, which does not make it happier sounding, but it just means that there's even more raised notes, if you will. So augmented chord has a perfect first, like a major and minor chord. And it has the major third of the major chord. So the first and the third of an augmented chord are the same as a major chord. The only difference is the fifth is not perfect. I'll give you one guess what the fifth is. Yep, augmented. So the only difference between a major chord and augmented chord is that that fifth is augmented which you'll remember from our podcast on intervals that when you have a perfect anything, um, one higher than perfect is always augmented and one lower than perfect is always diminished. Just as diminished is one lower than minor and augmented is one higher than major, um, perfect also sits right in the middle of those two. So an augmented fifth is simply one semitone higher than a perfect fifth. And our major chord is a perfect first, a major third, and a perfect fifth. An augmented chord is a perfect first and a major third, just like our major chord, with an augmented fifth. So put another way, our augmented chord is just a major chord with the fifth up one more semitone. So here's our major chord. So if we raise the fifth, that is our augmented C chord. So we took that G, made it G sharp. So like I said, just because it's doubling down on raising the notes, being on the higher side, um, that does not mean that it's happy sounding, which you just heard. There's nothing happy sounding about that. So what's a diminished chord? A diminished chord is taking that same idea with a minor chord. So you have that perfect first of a minor chord, and then 
a, ma- a minor third, like a minor chord. And then the minor chord, of course, ends with a perfect fifth because the major and minor chord are both the same for perfect first and perfect fifth. And then it's just the major or minor third that makes the difference. So for a diminished chord, we are borrowing from the minor, a perfect first and a minor third. And then instead of a augmented fifth for the augmented chord or a perfect fifth from the major or minor chord, we're using a diminished fifth. So we take that minor chord and then we do it one better and even diminish that fifth, um, which in other words is going down one semitone with the fifth. So for the augmented, we took that major chord and then raised the fifth. For this diminished chord, we're taking a minor third and even lowering the fifth. So diminished sounds like that. That would be a diminished C chord. So, just like before, these are still triads. So there's still a first, a third, and a fifth. So in the case of major, minor, augmented, and diminished chords, all of them are firsts, thirds, and fifths. It's only the quality of these intervals, not the number. So it's always a first, a third, and a fifth. It's the quality. The quality. I don't know why I elongated that for so long. The quality that changes. So, let's take this example for a C chord. So we already learned last week that a C major chord is a C, E, and a G. And then a minor chord is a C, E flat, and G. And we learned that the reason why we call this minor third by the name E flat instead of D sharp is because, well, it's a minor third. So a third from C is always going to be an E. It's always going to be referred as an E because a D would be some form of second. And the E is a third. Now, yes, technically, it is also a D sharp because D sharp and E flat are the same. But we refer to it as an E flat because we know it's a minor third, not an augmented second. Because here we have a first and then a minor second, major second, and then after major second would be augmented second, which is that D sharp, which is the same as an E flat, which is also a minor third. So we're going to refer to it as a minor third because we know with our triad, we have a first, a third, and a fifth. So we're going to use that knowledge to figure out how we look at the diminished and augmented chords. So let's start with the augmented. We're calling it an augmented fifth because, again, a triad is always a first, a third, and a fifth. A first, a third, and a fifth. Always. In the case of these four chords. So we know that we're borrowing the first and the minor third, sorry, major third, from the major, 
for an augmented. And then we're taking that perfect fifth and raising it to an augmented fifth. So we're going to refer to that as a G sharp, because G sharp is still a fifth, because G is five away from C. C, one to D, one to E. And then we have F, G. So that's a, that's a fifth. So because of that, that augmented fifth, we're going to refer to as G sharp rather than A flat, because yes, it is A flat, but it is also G sharp. We're gonna call it G sharp because it's the fifth. Similarly, let's take our diminished chord. So we have that first and minor third from the minor, and then the minor has that perfect fifth, so we're gonna lower that perfect fifth by one semitone. to a G flat. Now G flat is the same as F sharp. So technically you could look at this chord and say, oh, that's a C, a D sharp, and an F sharp. But that doesn't really get the point across of what type of chord this really is. So instead we're gonna look at it as, this is a C, an E flat, same as a D sharp, but in context, we want to look at it as an E flat. And then a G flat. So knowing this, in any given key that you're in, how, how this triad would appear on the sheet music is usually, in the case of a major, you have in a major key. Let's assume a major key. Let's assume you're in the key of C major. For a C major chord in the key of C major, you simply have the C, the E, and the G marked down. For a minor, you're going to have a flat next to that third, because we're flattening that third, and in the key of C, normally an E is natural, instead of being flat. But for a minor, we're going to flatten it. So, in a major key, again, assuming a key of C major, and then a chord of C major, the major chord is just all the naturals, all or all the all the notes that it should be in that key, because again, we're starting with C major as a key and as a chord. But in the key of C major still, the C minor is going to be, the third is going to be flat, so there's gonna be a flat next to that. In the case of a diminished, there's gonna be a flat next to that third and there's going to be a flat next to the fifth. So the only note in the triad that would not have a flat on it would be the first. And in the case of an augmented, we're going to have that first and third. Since it's an E natural, that's, that's the same. Um, so there's going to be nothing on that. But then the G, which is now G sharp because it's augmented, is going to have a sharp next to it. So again, to refresh, assuming we're in this key of C major, where a C major chord is going to be the natural one chord, because we're in the key of C major, so of course a C chord in the key of C major is going to be a C major chord. To C a flat, we just have C a flat next to the thir third, but the first and the fifth would remain the same. In case of diminished, we'd have a flat also next to the fifth, so it would be next to the third and the fifth. And then for the augmented, 
It's basically a C major chord. So those would have nothing next to it, but then the fifth would have a sharp next to it because we are raising the fifth. Thanks for listening to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to jumpstart your songwriting, be sure to download my free guide on 10 proven ways to start writing a song at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Whether you're brand new to songwriting or a seasoned vet, this guide will help you to avoid staring at a blank page wondering where to start. Even if you just want to figure out some different ways to start writing a song, this free guide is for you.